0: Good night. Good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness. Hello, beautiful souls. And welcome to the living and joy now podcast, mind, body, soul alignment with me, Yaya Joyce. I am a spiritual practitioner, a wellness educator, holistic herbalist, astral and ancestral astrologer. You're all around. Woo, 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 spiritual, holistic life and wellness coach. I am who you come to when you are ready to live your life. In divine joy. And I am super excited about today's episode. And I would like to give a shout out to all of my Patreon supporters and subscribers. It is because of you that I can. And thank you to all of the beautiful people that uh, send donations to the ancestral garden. Again, it's because of you that I can. I greatly appreciate all that you are In Divine Consciousness. If you want to know a little bit more about me and booking spiritual readings, guidance, and coaching, you can go to yayjoyce.com, Y-A-Y-I-J-O-Y-C-E.com. My books open back up, on September 15th, but I think mostly on September 15th, this book, but that is when the books open back up. And so you can start booking your readings, your coaching sessions. So I know that my clients are excited for the fall coaching sessions. They um, emails are going out for and booking links, and it's a super exciting time to start the fall coaching cohort. And so let's talk about Rosh Hashanah and Virgo energy. Let's talk about the new moon in Virgo, the Uranian Virgo, a new moon and Rosh Hashanah, the the astrology roots of Rosh Hashanah. That is what the actual name of today's episode is. So let's get into it. As always, remember that the information here is just that information and it's not a substitute for medical uh, or any type of care. If you need any type of professional care, please get the care that you need. Alrighty. So, today is the new moon in Virgo. A new moon aligns today on Labor Day at 8:52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And guess what else it is today? Guess what else it is today? Guess, guess, guess. Do you know? Do you know? It is Rosh Hashanah. Yes, it's Rosh Hashanah today. It is um also known as the Jewish New Year, okay? And, you know, being a student and an interfaith minister and a student of Rabbi Gelberman, um, and, you know, I have a little different outlook on uh, Rosh Hashanah, and I'm just going to share some of what I've learned and just, you know, my introspective, and also this episode is dedicated to the great, and I would never say late because he is always with me in the realm of the ancestors, Rabbi Gelberman. So, this episode is definitely related to his wisdom, his teachings, and always being here with me in spirit and truth, and so when we say, what is Rosh Hashanah? Uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, and I'm giving you, you know, just the views, everyone has different views, giving you my views as an interfaith minister and the astral herbal ancestral astrologer. Okay. So what is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah in, um, in addition to it, really meaning the head of the year, it is also referred to as the day of judgment. And, you know, when I went to Catholic school, and shout out to all of the nuns that that had to deal with me in Catholic school, right? I was a very talky type of child. No surprise there, right? I'm hosting a podcast and I talk. Uh, <laughs> Right. And so I was a very talky child and I, you know, would question some of the dogma and I would just question some of the dogma and I would question some of the dogma because I grew up in an interfaith household. I grew up in where it was all paths lead to God in some way, shape, or form, and you do not um, condemn anyone's path. You affirm their path to God. And my mom would always tell us you never argue with someone about their path because you don't know what it is that God uh, said to them. But in my youth, you know, I would definitely still, you know, I blame that on all the Gemini in my chart. (laughs) be a little combative and <laughs> certain things. But, you know, I will always challenge that dogma. And as I got older and I started to my interface studies and, you know, in studying the works of different rabbis and Rabbi Gelberman in particular, and what I learned and come to know that the sages were speaking metaphorically. They were speaking metaphorically. And in my in my youthfulness and when my eyes were closed, you know, a lot of times we take certain things very literal with God. We take things so, so literal. And so when the sages spoke, the sages were speaking metaphorically. And basically the day of judgment is you hold the pen right? Because the sages were saying that there's this big book and and in, in, in the book you get judged whether you're going here or whether you're going there. But what the sages were really speaking of, right, was metaphorically. And as I learned from my elders and from different rabbis that there was no mention of personal judgment in the Rosh Hashanah prayers. Instead, the prayers are about the general condition of the world, right? And so when you think about Rosh Hashanah and that in that in that aspect, that there is virtually no mention of our own personal judgment in the Rosh Hashanah prayers, And that the sages of the time were speaking metaphorically, that we hold the pen, you hold the quill. We decide what book we're going to write ourselves into, okay? Now, when you look at this energy on the new moon of Virgo that aligns today at 8.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and any Virgo moon, any Virgo moon, or any Virgo new moon, anytime we're in the essence of Virgo, it is also about that, right? It is about what are we going to do? We hold the pen, we hold the quill, we decide what book we are going to write ourselves in with the new beginnings and the new energy, okay? And so it is about not just Virgo about the new beginnings and this energy that we put forth for ourselves, but Virgo also is about systems, right? And Virgos is also about organization. Virgos is also about procedures. Virgo is also about health. Virgo is also the energy of the mother and the mother caring for all of the children, okay? All of the children, not some of the kids. I don't like some of them and I don't like these over here. It is about all of the children. And so I've always been fascinated by the correlation of religion and astrology, no surprise, right? And when you put it together... When you put it together, Rosh Hashanah was about the general condition of the world. And Virgo is about the general condition of the world. And it is about that we pray for the world, for the world to recognize the God within themselves, whatever your name for divine consciousness is, and that, that they see and that they are aware of everything that is occurring in this world. And that we are praying for new systems, that we are praying for new procedures, that we are praying for new conception, new ideas, new methods, new ways of being for all of the children, all of the children, not some of the children, right? And when we think about it is a significant day, right? It's, it's it's a really significant day. And sometimes we get so caught up in the me, 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 me. You know, we forget that it is about... condition of the world. And I also was taught that Rosh Hashanah was, was a celebration, a celebration of creation. What does Virgo represent? The divine mother. She represents creation. There is a reason why we are here, right? There's a reason why we are here. And if we are here for a purpose, shouldn't we stop, reflect on our lives Rosh Hashanah is for us to spend time to reflect. That's what Rabbi would, that's what Rabbi, Rabbi would tell me. It's the time to reflect. It's the time to reflect. What are you writing in your book? What are you writing in your book? Okay. And if your book is not in order, what systems, what procedures, what methods, what things, what do you need to clear out? Okay. What do you, what do you need to clear out? And Rosh Hashanah is for us to spend that time to do that reflection. To do that reflection. And I think about this story about this story uh about the Atai um Rabbi. And he was he was uh put in prison in in Russia, I believe, and like many of the great rabbis, and you know, at the time of persecution, and this is uh, another reason why. In hoodoo, it is, the Bible is used a lot. And in hoodoo is used a lot because it is said that it, it that is our story. It is our story. It is our story of bondage. It is a, It is our story of coming out as black indigenous people of color. It is not a story that is unrelated to us. It is our story and related to us. So this is why you see a lot of correlation between hoodoo and... Um, A lot of Judaism roots in hoodoo, and you'll see a lot of correlation in in the two, okay? Just like you see the correlation in the black-eyed peas, where you see that black-eyed peas is something that they eat on the Jewish New Year to bring in luck for Rosh Hashanah, because the peas represented the evil eye. And it is also something that was brought over here to the Americas by the West African people that were kidnapped, not slaved, kidnapped, okay, kidnapped and, and tortured and um, enslaved against their own will and also sold by their own people. I'm sorry if that was triggering and uncomfortable for some people, but gotta tell truth where truth is. And uh, and there's a lot of correlation in between that. Now you'll hear you'll have some people that will say, oh, They didn't, the the Africans didn't use it for good luck um, until they encountered the European Jews. Okay, so first of all, I would like to say Uh, for a person that is a practitioner and, you know, I'm not a scholar by any means necessary, but I am a practitioner and, you know, a faithful devotee to the Arisha. And um, we've been leaving Ademu, but way before, you know, we've been leaving Ademu and using food, um, part of our celebration and part of our rituals. And we didn't, just because it wasn't written that we used it for good luck, or for this for this particular thing. It does not mean that it did not happen. I don't understand why that um, we have this thing because oh, they didn't do it before they encountered the European. No, it wasn't written. Okay. Just because the person that writ it first doesn't mean that they did it first, you know? And so we have to get out of that mindset because I read something, somebody wrote a post and said, oh yeah, it's similar to the West Africans, but they didn't know it was for good luck. Uh, Excuse me? How, How dare you? Right? So just because... You know, in the Jewish tradition and culture, in the European Jewish tradition and culture, it was written first does not mean that we were not practicing it and that we were not using it in that manner. OK, so I just had to put that out there because when I saw that post, it kind of like, really, you know, so and so there's a lot of similarities in that. So I just want to get that out there that we do have a lot of similarities in in, in our culture and there's a lot of things that are parallel. And that's why there are a lot of people that will say, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's, it's really, really really, there's this why there's some people that will say that Judaism is an African traditional religion. You have you'll, you'll have that. And so when you think about all of that, right, and you put it all together, And in this time of, in in this time of reflection, okay, in this time of reflection, think about your untruths. Think about the untruths, right? There's a lot of things that we hear about hoodoo, about culture, about different things that are untrue, right? But because it was written first, we think that it is, we think that it is true. And so this energy is about shifting our thoughts, shifting our consciousness, and not taking everything as, you know, face value and reevaluating, not just the systems, procedures, and things that we have like physically, but also the systems and the procedures and the ways of our minds, okay, and the ways of our minds, and so, getting back to the story about that wonderful rabbi and it was a wonderful anti rabbi and he was put in prison and there and this is a roundabout of the story, and there was a guard who noticed this rabbi, and it was said in the the story um that you know this guard would notice that the rabbi was still in prison, he would study, he would pray, he would meditate, and even. In his cell, he wasn't like scared of the rats or anything of that nature. He had actually had a relationship with the rats in the cell and he kind of like trained them and the rats would like, uh, you know, do things and stuff of that nature, like go get a pencil or a book or whatever, whatever in there. And he was just in awe of how he made his situation, the state of his situation, So, like grand, even though it wasn't the grandest of situations, he still made it grand, right? So, let's think about that. Write that down. It wasn't the grandest of situations, but he still made it grand. And so, he decided to talk to the rabbi one day and he said, You know, rabbi, I am a studier of the Bible. And he said, you know, I study the Bible and, but I, I, you know, the rabbi said, that's good. You know, that's good. You're studying something. That's great. Something to better yourself, right? Because once again, it is not for us to tell a person, this way is your way. This way is the truth. This way is the light. They have to find the truth and the light for themselves. So if they come to you and say, this is what I'm doing, that's good. Do you understand? This is the energy of embracing people where they are. That's good, if that's good for you. Okay? So, and so he said, You know, I have a question, Rabbi. It just always baffled me. It always baffled me about this. You know, the story of Adam and Eve. And he said, You know, when Adam. and Eve and, you know, she ate the fruit and the tree of life and the wisdom and, and, and they ran from God and all of this. Why did God ask them where they are? Why did God ask them where they are? That just always baffled me, the prison guard said to the imprisoned rabbi and the rabbi the wonderful the wonderful wisdom of divine spirit said he said you know adam and eve represent every man and every woman um the divine spirit of god you know the creator of everything and all that is uh doesn't really need to know where they are physically, right? God knows that. But God is really saying to them, where are you? Where are you? Where are you in your life? God is not asking for their address, their coordinates on where are you in the garden? to the left, to the right of the mulberry tree or bush, God was really asking them, where are you in your life? Where are you spiritually? Not where are you physically? See what I said about going in and really taking our blinders off, okay? Taking our blinders off. And when we take our blinders off in this new moon, in this Rosh Hashanah, when we take these blinders off in our lives, it is about us taking the blinders off and not looking at things physically always, but looking at things spiritually. It's the first question in the Bible. So, shouldn't that be the most important Question that we all ask ourselves, said the rabbi to him. Rabbi told him the most important question that you're supposed to get from that is, Where are you? Where are you? And so he said to the guy, to the guard, He said, you've been here for 50 something years or 40 something years or whatever it is. And the guard was like, absolutely in shock and all like, how did he know how old I am or my age or something of that nature? And because he had the spiritual insight of God and he knew, and he said to him, it's the most important question that you should be asking yourself, where are you? And this is the essence of this new moon in Virgo. This is the essence of Rosh Hashanah. It is about evaluating where we are. It's about meditating, looking at our plans and our goals and seeing how we are doing. Many times we love to set new intentions and we love to talk about I'm manifesting and I'm manifesting this and I'm manifesting that. But When was the last time you really looked at the systems and the procedures and the methods that you have in place, not only in your business, not only in your life, but in your mind and in your heart? Are the systems in your heart in the right place when you look at someone else and say, it must be nice that they have? And what about me? Because the very moment that we ask God, what about us? Is that not jealousy? Is that not envy? Is that not frustration? I'm just asking. So this energy is about looking at the systems, looking at the procedures and the methods, not only in our lives, not only in our businesses, but in our hearts and in our minds. You know, I'm changing systems around in, in my coaching business, you know, updating things in my business. And this past weekend, I did a, um, a Reiki reset because, you know, with the spiritual energy of the new moon and Rosh Hashanah, I thought it was a wonderful time to revisit our Reiki practice and our energy healing practice and to say, where am I and where are you? So don't get caught up in this world because when we get caught up in this world, we get caught up in the nonsense. We can definitely get caught up in the nonsense. And this new moon has an aspect that that trines Uranus. And that trine in Uranus is asking us, where are you? Where are you with your gifts that God has given you? Where are you with your talents that God has given you? Where are you being service to the world? Or or are you still on the other side saying, God, what about me? And God and the ancestors are asking us to look at the systems and the procedures of our hearts our minds and our souls well I continue this conversation for my level two and above patreon members I just wanted to share a tidbit with you and may the ancestors and angels fill your life with joy and grace have a blessed new moon and a happy Rosh Hashanah. Thank you for listening to the Living in Joy Now podcast. And the rest of this conversation will continue over at the Hoodoo Healing Patreon family for the private podcast community. For those that are a part of that community, I look forward to seeing you guys over there to continue this wonderful conversation. Live well, live in ultimate joy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Be well, guys.